Hi, it's Dave here and I'm with my wife, Kathy. Hello. And we're with our son, Oscar. <laughs> Great, just like we practiced. Um, we're we're out for a walk. We're, uh, we just did a Twitter poll asking uh, what you want us to review next based on our completely random selection of movies that we saw on the TV tonight. Well, they were all available to rent and they were all around 90 minutes. And they were movies we both wanted to see. So that was the criteria. So we had Ladybird, we Tully. had Tully, which I'm dying to see, and we had Ghost, Ghost Stories. Stories. And thanks, guys, for not voting for Tully. We got Ladybird, which Did I'm you not also. Want to see Tully? I really wanted to see Tully, so I was hoping that would work. We were being sarcastic. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're sort of uh, sarcasticizing. I was doing like a 90s humour on it. Right, okay. Um, thanks for voting for Ladybird. Not. We're really happy with how you voted. <laughs> yeah, but actually, I'm really excited. I, I'm I really want to see Ladybird. Yeah, it's been one of those ones that's on my has been on my list. I was dying to see. It barely got any showings locally in cinemas, and I just missed it. So it was one of those things. Obviously, massive Saoirse Ronan fan, not just because she's Irish, because she's just a fantastic actress and. Greta Gerwig, I... My God, she's the new Meryl. <laughs> she's the new Meryl. Greta if I Gerwig, say somebody I... else describe her as the new Meryl. It's so stupid. It's like, yeah, they're both blonde and good actresses, that's yeah. it. Um, Greta Gerwig, I haven't ever seen anything she's directed. I think this might be the first. I think it's the first. Yeah, first. Oh, maybe second. She's directing pretty... Uh, <laughs> Research. Li- she's directing Little Women, though, upcoming, which should be cool. But I haven't seen anything she's directed, albeit I really like her as an actress. And um, I'm just excited about this. I mean, there's a lot... I have a lot of expectations because I got so much praise uh, so I, I maybe should temper my expectations a little bit I know it's based on Greta Gerwig's youth and it's it's the same time we were teenagers like early naughty so that should be appealing to us yeah I'm excited yeah. about this as well I feel like we're just we're really hot on the finger of the pulse of this, <laughs> no, yeah, really this movie I mean when, were this, when was this being talked about in January <laughs> and February we are very aware the premise of our podcast is the cinema we just could not get to the cinema this week Look, and we, we tried missed a everyone. podcast last week and we don't want to miss podcasts because we love our podcast so this is the way we're doing it and hopefully um, we'll get to the cinema next time so we'll, uh, we're gonna we're out for a walk now we're heading home in a minute we're gonna go watch that movie then we're gonna talk to you later yeah okay bye bye Ladybird, is that your given name? Yeah. Why is it in quotes? I gave it to myself. It's given to me by me. Ladybird always says that she lives on the wrong side of the tracks, but I always thought that that was like a metaphor. But there are actual train tracks. What she did was very baller. It was very anarchist. Put the magazine back! <laughs> She has a big heart, your mom. She's warm, but she's also kind of scary. You can't be scary and warm. I think you can. Your mom is. So, you're not interested in any Catholic colleges? No way. I want schools like Yale, but not Yale because I probably couldn't get in. (laughs) You definitely couldn't get in. All right, so a little bit of time has has passed since we last spoke. We we did watch Lady Bird last night. Yes, it's now the next day. We wanted to do our walk and talk review. But I think it's illegal to leave a baby at home alone while you walk and review movies together. Yeah, yeah? But Oscar didn't seem to mind. He didn't. He wouldn't have minded, but what, you know, uh, we yeah. would never do such a thing. All right. But here um, we are, we're all here now again, Lady Bird, we saw that. Yeah, and we had quite different opinions on it, didn't we? Yeah, you um, you really didn't like it. I Okay, we'll talk a no, little you bit, didn't. and then we go to Spoiler Street. Okay, so kind of the context of me watching this movie is, well, A... I knew it had Oscar nominations, but I, I looked it up before we started it, and it has five Oscar nominations, right? Now, I know we've debated a lot the merit of Oscars on this, but that's a lot. It was Best Director, Best Writer, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actress, 
and I can't remember the other one. I mean, that's a lot, right? Did it win any? No, it didn't win anything. Uh, I, and and it's 99% in Rotten Tomatoes. So add those two things with the fact that I love watching movies written and directed by women. And I absolutely love teen movies. Like, coming-of-age movies for me, alongside rom-coms, when they're done right, are the best movies of all. Because, like, one of the things with that, like, they generally take place in, like, a, a character's life when they're kind of at the precipice of this fundamental change and they're looking forward and they want to grow up but we as an audience are looking at them and we're we're filled with nostalgia and it's just when it's captured right it's a really beautiful moment um i don't think that this movie did that to me it's like like this is a very basic but in a movie i expect in a if I'm to be engaged in a movie I expect extraordinary characters in a mundane situation or I'll expect ordinary characters uh, mundane characters in an extraordinary situation exactly yeah but to me this movie was a mundane character in a mundane situation but that's without, why it's so good but but but, but without any flair from, I would say without any flair in either the script or the direction for me to elevate it beyond what was just almost just that like yeah a year in the life of a normal little teenage girl yeah which is why it was so good and authentic and but but oh but but interesting to watch aren't you sick of watching um uh, uh, mundane characters uh transported to an extraordinary situation or vice versa or however you described it that's just every movie every ridiculous over-the-top situation no, that we used to see. No, but it isn't, because extraordinary can just be... You know that thing of, like... Uh, you know, a basic movie plot is like, a stranger comes to town, how do we deal with it? Or you leave your town, how do you deal with that? This this movie had... There was no impetus to this movie. It's just, oh, it's her last year of school, and and here it is, and she doesn't really know who she is so we never really get a sense of who she is like I was never gunning for her I never disliked her I never liked her I just at one point I said like we pause it and I was like oh my god there's 16 minutes left I don't know if I can bear another 16 minutes of this because it's so boring and that's a terrible thing to think about a 90 minute movie and interestingly after we watched it I looked I googled it um and it said that it was voted in a BBC study as to be the most cr- critically overrated movie of last year in that it had ah. the widest gap between critic appreciation and audience appreciation. Can you guess what the, the opposite was? The most underrated. Of, la- of, of last, last year, year or yeah, this year? last year. What, 2017? The Greatest Showman. The gap between what oh, critics said yeah. and what it... And I have to say, having watched it... No, The Last Jedi, surely. No, no, it wasn't. It was The Greatest oh. Showman. And having watched it and not giving it a great review and subsequently got addicted to the music, it's funny, I've kind of swung around. Um, but anyway, so that's kind of my basic thoughts on it. And obviously we'll speak more in Spoiler Street, but I mean, I was really disappointed. Like, there's such a dearth of um, coming-of-age movies. Like, this year I've only seen two new ones. So I saw Love, Love Simon, which I thought was a really great movie. And then... Um, Don't say that awful Netflix All the Netflix Boys I've Loved Before, which oh, was the Netflix one. Which that was a terrible movie. It wasn't great. Um, but was, there's a reason there was such a reaction I to it, and it's there's a lack of these movies in the first place, right? Yeah, but that movie is an exact example of what I was just saying I'm glad this movie wasn't, which is a movie. Do you know what I mean? Well, they're not this really is, comparable. That was just an adaptation of a book that had a bit of a gimmick. Yeah, but that felt like... Yeah, it's, a, it's very structured. It had... 
flair, I would argue, uh, 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 the flair was off-putting and uh, uh, not well realised in terms of that, and it just felt contrived. Well, and not to get and into the- a review of that, but I felt like at least that was an original, interesting um, central character to me. But no, oh, no, I didn't like no, her anyway, at all. Continue. I didn't like her. I didn't. I'm going to re- continue reviewing that movie. Yeah, but when have I, we ever seen a young half Korean protagonist, um, very much of that culture, based in America before? How many million times have we seen like normal, like good-looking white teenage girl having angst about losing her virginity? A million times. Okay, hang on. First of all, um. I admire it for that. I admire it that it it, uh, it had. Um, we're, we're still talking about it had diversity front and center and didn't make an issue out of it. Yeah. I liked that and I like fine, but that does not a good movie make. Um, and that's really got I didn't nothing say to do it was with a good movie. That's well, just you're texture. the one who started talking. I'm just saying at least that movie had a character I hadn't seen before. This movie didn't. Anyway, basically, I completely disagree with everything you've said. <laughs> um, and I think maybe it's if you if you dig around a bit, it's just. A little bit of this is the way uh, you and me, what what you and me like in a movie, and the way we read as well. Uh, you read a book um, at uh, probably four hundred miles an hour. I've seen you read books in four hours, like six hundred pages in four hours. Like it's insane how you consume media, and it's all swift and it's about plot. And uh, that's what excites you, and you don't linger on the detail. We've read. Okay, that's a really dismissive thing to say. Like, I absolutely admire detail in both books and movies. You just think in this movie that there was detail I didn't admire. I think I think this movie is all description and no plot. Oh yeah, one hundred percent no plot. And so that's. What, that's that's exactly the kind of book you hate. Well, no, because then uh, then I want them to revel in the details, right? It's set in the early noughties. It's actually set in the exact year we would have both finished high school, right? It's like 2003. Like, it's exactly when we... Like, it's exactly our age. And for me, I was so excited about the music, like how they were going to set it. Two songs stood out for me. There's a moment which is fun with her and her dad in the car where I handed my pockets on by Alanis Morissette. And then there's one moment where Dave Matthews Band plays. That's it. Yes, if you're setting a movie in the early noughties, right, with no, no plot, are you not going to at least ground it in the music? No, I, di- I disagree with you again. Because if you if you start shoehorning all that stuff in, but then it becomes... But it's all sorry, the time. Hang on. No, no. Let me finish my point. That's, that's suddenly a nostalgia piece. And again, it feels to me like a movie. I think, the, to, the, the, to the movie's credit, it was much better that it didn't, like... Being like, oh, remember the. Uh, we have to turn around. Oscar's just taking Did a sock take off. Did you take a sock off? Oh, remember the remember the iMac? Look at cell phones. Remember these songs? It didn't do any of that. You, you, like you said, we only got no. But I think two, the songs are the tapestry of it. And, yeah, and she didn't no, bother there was using them. Just the right amount of it, because it's not like it's it's like um, it's like when you do a period piece, and suddenly it's it's everything that everybody remembers about that period. But that's not what it's like to live in it, really. It's just mundane, normal life. Nobody really looked particularly two thousands, except no. a couple of characters. Yeah. But so, when you were a teenager, did you not listen to loads of music and like define yeah, yourself did, by it? But I did, and so does she. And you have those moments, but it's not like every uh, scene has to be uh, set to. To Dave Matthews or Alanis Morissette no, or whatever so. it is. I'm just saying that if, if you're talking about there being no plot, which there wasn't, then I'm expecting a rich world, and and I guess I didn't get. So anyway, look, say what you think you liked about it, because we said we were going to keep this review brief, and already we're rambling on. Okay, I will say 
I really liked this movie. I didn't love, love it. So first of all, I'm, I'm, I really do disagree with everything you say. And I'm coming at this from a very different point. Because I thought it was just great. I thought it was lovely. Um, I thought there was... There's a real uh, authenticity to, Greta, to, to experiences that we see on scene with, uh, with Lady Bird. And I, you really feel that that's all coming from, from Greta Gerwig's writing. Because it felt very personal. It felt like a lot of this was either stuff that happened to her or to someone she knows or felt very close to being something that's an actual teenage girl's experience well it's autobiographical like she's from Sacramento she went to a Catholic school like it's she said it's autobiographical but that, that does really, not make it interesting though but me. it really did to me it really came across because I that's when cinema at it is for me is at its best when I'm um, well firstly when you're, you're it's an escape and I was I escaped into this world and I'll agree with you it's not a very interesting world but for 90 minutes I was totally bought into this person and her life and her experience for one year and I got a real taste of that and she felt like a real person never did I feel like it was Saoirse Ronan um, performing somebody well, look, who'd Saoirse written Saoirse Ronan is an incredible actress she's, like, she's amazing like, we don't even need, we don't to, need to go like, on about of her of course she's amazing we're not like on, on, at no point in this movie did I think she was anything less than fabulous and I 100% think she you know she deserves all the credit she gets for it but but, but she's amazing in everything so it's almost like the Meryl thing you're like and next what else about her and obviously the other thing I really liked and I meant to say was that I love the relationship between her and her mother like I thought that was genuinely interesting because that's you know how mothers and daughters interact like you're fighting one minute like one minute they're having a fight next minute they're cooing over a dress like that was just a really cute scene and I, I liked the, the tension in their relationship I bought it but again, was it enough to sustain a movie? No, but that's that's my point. Okay, so what I was saying was, uh, Saoirse Ronan was Lady Bird for, for me. Like, that was just a real person who I got to spend uh, a little bit of time with. And the same with all of the supporting characters. Uh, her mother, her father, her friend, they all just felt like real people. It felt like voyeurism that we got to watch this little snapshot of somebody's life and I related to a lot of it what about and the brother we mutually thought he was bad I think yeah alright uh, the the brother was underwritten um, he was really just a just a punchline yeah um, and the little bit of sort of plot they gave him which we'll talk about in a bit uh, didn't really land and and I, I he his he was an okay actor but when you're working with against Everyone who was around him, he kind of stood out a little bit as a yeah. sore thumb. Like he, he, he. Anytime he appeared, he took me out of it a little bit. But this is my point. You get there's no like presentation of the character. It didn't feel like Greta Gerwig was like, here's the character, here's all the things I need to get across about a character, um, and then you get this perfect impression of them. Rather, you know, it's the cliche of the iceberg, um, and you only get the surface bit, which hints at everything underneath. That's all. You only ever get a few scenes with some of these characters. Like the mother, I would say, is only in maybe three or four scenes. Same with the the father. The parents are but fantastic. The parents I think the were parents brilliant. You were get very well written and very well acted. You get a lovely. You get a lovely moment. Uh, you get all these little throwaway details. Uh, I'll say two things, which isn't aren't spoilers, but one with the father and. Um, something that Lady Bird discovers in the bathroom about him which lends so much to him and just fills in years and years of backstory in your head there's another moment with the the mother and 
some letters, which I think tells you so much about her as a person and gives you a lot of detail that um, just contextualizes a lot of their lives and deepens the relationship. And all that's done without any real yeah, dialogue really or well. incident yeah. or plots. I think so, maybe my main issue is like with the character of Lady Bird herself. Like she doesn't know who she is. Nothing she does is particularly insightful or interesting. But that's She's the teenage neither. experience. Yeah, but I like. Have you ever seen the movie Thirteen? Yes. So Thirteen's like that's very a good, phenomenal movie, right? Yeah. Um, and that's directed by a woman as well, Catherine Hardwick, and that's that's like an explosion on the screen of this is you know similar situation like teenage girl with her mom doesn't have a lot of money but you're fascinated by the story because for me I was truly shocked when I watched it like that is a genuine teenage experience that I didn't have watching Lady Bird it's like yeah she's literally just a middle of the road uninteresting teenager who tries to make herself a bit cool by giving herself a nickname that kind of resolves itself in the end And, and yeah I just I wasn't interested in her enough to follow her for 90 minutes and that's me speaking as someone who loves Saoirse Ronan like I, com- look, I completely agree with you and it, yeah. that's an interesting point with those two movies because I, I personally think they're both very good but for different reasons and you, you, you hit the nail on the head 13 is about a very um, remarkable um, and dramatic and intense uh, character and situation and there are people who have experiences like that certainly that that's not far-fetched but, but and you but don't see that the, on screen often no you don't but that's that's a very and that is fascinating and interesting but with ladybird's not that ladybird is just the story of a very unremarkable normal teenager that really most of us can relate to and i i just found that quite interesting and it, and I, I agree the movie is Slight, you know. There's not a lot of substance to it, but it's punchy and pacey because the way it's all edited together is little scenes and moments, and sometimes months flash by in like uh, the editing confused me because you know, like we said, time was flashing by, but then sometimes sometimes it was just one night to back, and I was confused. Like, am I watching a month? Am I watching a day? Like, and I enjoyed the casting in that. Like, she has two boyfriend characters in it, and they're actually just both like not particularly attractive teenage boys and that's the reality of life right like when you look back at your teenage photos everyone's like oh my god that's so embarrassing when we watch exactly. letters everyone to the boys looks I've loved, normal in this the guy who's the love interest in that netflix movie is so attractive the internet went completely ballistic about him at one point netflix changed their twitter bio to say they were just a fan account for him like he was outrageous the, the guys in this movie are the pimply unattractive try hard wannabe cool guys that you would have actually dated in high school that's, and that's wh- fun that's why I think these these two movies are quite interesting comparison points because this is much closer to reality and that's much closer to Disney and there's nothing by the way there's nothing wrong with um, people who've enjoyed that uh, Netflix movie all the boys that I've whatever um, and seriously loads of people are loving it and we've had a lot of people recommend it to us but I and good for you, but I personally wasn't for me, and that's a complete. Uh, that's the complete antithesis to this, and that's what I enjoy about it because I'm kind of, I'm kind of just sick of mainstream cinema in in a way. It's just so predictable and boring, and I, that's why maybe I found this really refreshing. But the thing is, to me, this is mainstream. This is like an all white cast. It's set in a high school. It's a straight white girl. You know, but that's, that's dating the, guys like what I'm saying. That's like that's like any teen movie ever, but without the fun hooks of things like 
The Breakfast Club. But we're going Ten around. Ten things I hate about you. On. Clueless. It's just, it's just all of them, but less. And I know we're going around in circles. We're now. going around in circles. It's all of them, but less. And it's not even really tackling poverty, which really annoyed me. So can we speak about the, the, the poverty, right? Um, first of all, I think we should get to spoiler tree if we're going to speak on the poverty. Um, okay, sure. Well, spoilers so now for spoilers the movie now Lady for Bird. the movie Ladybird. Dave liked it more than me. Um, it's partly overrated by critics, which I would agree with. Um, so central to the movie and like referenced in almost every scene is her so-called poverty right now first of all her house is bigger than our house we need to say that she lives in what is like a decent sized two-bed house we hear her parents have owned it for 25 years which implies to me no mortgage at the start of the movie her mom her dad and her brother all have jobs and she's going to a private school okay so for me that is not a representation of poverty that's a representation of a lower middle class income family struggling to make ends meet like most of us do but hang on that's what it is if this, ne- this movie never movie purports to be to be like on the bread line no, it the doesn't. mom's like I'm just off a double shift you've no idea I can't afford to buy you a magazine back and forth back and forth Lady Bird's so embarrassed by where she lives that she lies about her address to people like she's hang so on. shallow I disagree you, you, what you just described um, the second half of that was what the movie was was presenting a lower middle in class family who are struggling and need to plan for the future and that's why there's moments of the mother and father sitting down trying to get the numbers to work and he's depressed sense. if you're th- struggling financially like that in a house you've lived in for 25 years you're not sending your daughter to a private school like it's stupid yeah but they said she, not no, no, stupid but they, this happened that he lost his job in her last year so they're not going to pay any more fees soon what are they going to do pull just, her out in the middle of it, it? just annoyed and the me movie- I don't know why she, I don't know why she was what she was trying to do and then ultimately Lady Bird who's really vacuous and selfish like we do establish that yes because she's, she's a teenager with going to the east coast right to live in New York she doesn't have anything in particular she wants to study she doesn't care what college she goes so she just wants to go to New York and in the end she gets accepted into a college in New York we don't even know what it is or what she's studying and her parents remortgage their house for this now in all honesty if Oscar in 18 years time told me that he wanted to move to New York and didn't care what he studied I'd be like great go on get a job as a waiter live in New York live your life I wouldn't be remortgaging my house to send him there when he has no interest in any particular subject. So to me, again, it's like, well, they're not actually really that poor because they're bankrolling this ridiculous trip to New York. But the movie never said they were poor. But that's what every second scene in the movie was about. No, but that's because she was going to school with crazy rich people they and walking home. They only shop in thrift home. stores. They're on the bread line. They can't afford things in magazines. You know, the yeah, mom ne- constantly on about movies. Nobody money. says the word poverty at any stage. Nobody does. That's... You, th- it is the movie is what it presents about this family. They're lower middle income um, earners with one now one salary now well two with the son, who are just getting by fine. But they're yeah they're they're on the the, the lower end of the. But what was the of point the of the movie? Why is she constantly addressing the money? Like there's I didn't no, get it. There's no point to the movie, love. It's just like this. It's just a um, a selection of experiences in of in, in one life of a of a character who felt like a very real person and you said it yourself it's unremarkable it's unremarkable but, that's what's but annoying because it doesn't it, it's touching on things like like she is a, she's essentially like at one point she, her mom says I want you to be the best person you can be and she says what if this is the best I can be which I would argue it probably is because ultimately she's neither particularly smart nor particularly dumb 
particularly interesting nor particularly uninteresting she's like you know good looking but, but not like most a of us but that's what I'm saying like that's all fine like she's pretty mundane and ultimately she goes to college and has this experience where like we all probably had and like basically the first week there gets absolutely pissed embarrasses herself realises she's homesick and that's the end of the movie it's like oh wow she realises she's a little bit homesick and she reverts to her given name Christine okay like, that's just such a crap character arc like, <laughs> yeah. every part of it at the end I just thought oh my god is that all we watched it for like at one point I thought something was really going to happen with the parents financial situation or she was going to have a really like a really interesting character change or just any of it and in the end it was just nothing like it's such a lame construct that she calls herself Ladybird at the start and she calls herself Christine at the end it's just look I know like look, it's difficult a neat little bow like I can't believe it was not like the script writing was nominated like but look at love it, it's difficult to um, it, it is difficult to wrap up a movie and a third act when you've kind of thrown out plot and structure and, and that doesn't matter and then matter. when you try and so, do it it just doesn't work because yeah, it feels I'd agree with you there it do, no it doesn't feel no I, don't, I think insincere is the wrong word I think this movie feels very consistent throughout and I think that ending was largely consistent with where we started and where we ended but the character's arc as you said is is slight there's nothing there's nothing much to it she grew she only grew up a year she's just had but she's had in that year she's had some experiences which have taught her some things that she's ended up in a state where her parents have remortgaged their house for her to go on the piss in new york and i just find that so objectionable a so stupid that the parents would do that and but i mean i just don't i and b that she is accepting of that money and in fact a brat until she gets it but love you're you're describing you're describing you're 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 frustrated by the actions of the characters do you think those actions felt inauthentic to the way they were presented I, I don't, don't think know. So. I I feel like I just I'm I'm we're first of all we're playing way too much analysis to this movie that was released last year. No one cares about. Albeit they did vote for it <laughs> in our <laughs> Twitter poll. Yeah, but you um, you but you I'm wanted so us. You wanted this. Everyone. I was expecting a lot from this movie, and and actually I tend to enjoy even middle of the road teen movies like that. You know, okay, like the Netflix I... one. I I enjoyed it. At least I think the Netflix one will be memorable because people loved it. It had a a love interest that everyone was obsessed with him, and it had a genuinely unique central character this movie I just think in five years no one's going to be talking about it yeah. it's just a complete flash in the pan it's just probably I'm sorry and I, and I am a fan of her but I really do think that this is just a bit of an ego trick for the writer and director like to just write an autobiographical boring movie about yourself like be creative write something interesting oh, God I, can't ag- I cannot disagree with you anymore on this I, I do agree with you that five years from now all the boys I can't remember the name of the title <laughs> too long. will um, will be the one that's talked about and remembered and rewatched. You know, and it's love. been it's a huge no hit. No one loves this. Movie. Yeah, no one. No one loves. I can't say anyone. I don't love this movie. Yeah. No one. I, like does anyone out there direct- love this movie? No, I don't think so. But it's an it's a good piece of work. It's actually. Um, it's fine. It feels to me like a young director learning their craft, and it's just a shame that Greta Gerwig was was. You know, quite famous when she made it, and she had Saoirse Ronan, and, and and it ended up being bigger than it should have been. Like it's the kind of movie if I'd probably like caught it at 11 p.m. some night on like some movie channel and probably just watched it with zero expectations, might have thought, oh, that was but nice. That's that's Kathy. That's your problem, and you need to like check your context at the door because you had the same problem with Shape of Water, where you allow you. You allow the hype to seep into your... But I can't help your, the that. ...the way you see a movie. Because I live in the world and I see these I things. I know, but don't, like, don't, like... The, 
Oscar train or whatever they call it is is just nonsense. Well, it's if it's like nonsense, then people shouldn't submit themselves for it if they're above it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but the it's people all... who made this movie wanted to be in the Oscar race. They put themselves out there. Yeah, of course they did because it's. But it's all just it's all just a machine. It's it's a money making machine. You get your your movie goes in. You get loads of hype. Suddenly it, it um it's released in cinemas at the same time. Studio makes more money. They call it a sleeper hit. Loads of people get awards. It keeps going. Blah blah blah. But like, that's that doesn't mean that this is like suddenly you you go in, and and this probably happened to other people. You 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 turn on this movie. Well, five happens. Oscar nominations. Yeah. Oh my god, this is gonna blow me away. It's like well, what probably does why that the mean? audience score has been low. But what it, what does an Oscar like what does an Oscar nomination mean? What does best picture, best director, I know. Look, we've best had this writer? A lot. Our Shape of Water is all about. But the like, Oscars. what's what's best? What what it's it's apples and pears. This to me, I expect. A very, very, very well-written movie if it's been directed for best screenplay. Like, think yeah, if this was up against The Big Sick. Can Are they comparable in writing? No, but hang on. You, you're, what you're saying is that you found the story of The Big Sick and the movie itself more engaging and more enjoyable and on a better. personal level. Yeah, but how is that writing in that better than the writing in this? Because That's a compelling the- movie. That has a genuine something to say about the world. It's funny. It has really well-drawn characters. Okay, but you're back to the movie itself that's the difference you're, you, you're saying you can say for me that's a better movie that screenplay was better I enjoyed it more but if you're saying if, that's the whole problem with awards if you're saying you're the best writer that was the best screenplay how do you describe and, and the merits of the art of screenwriting and award someone's the best because yeah, this movie was probably you could just easily describe it as dull, unremarkable. I but, would describe it as both of those things. But she, but the characters here felt very, very real and situational. And I, I'm not directly comparing it to The Big Sick because I also thought it was an excellent screenplay. But the point is, the right I could not flaw the writing in this. I thought it was a, it's out of the park. It's just superb. Like very, very rarely did I question any of these people or their motivations. I questioned it's their motivations like, constantly because I thought well, one minute she's has one life the next one is she's completely changed tack has different friends and like and we never ever I never understood why she did it I get that teenage girls ditch their friends all the time but I didn't understand why this particular character was doing this particular thing it was not clear to me one one scene she's had this BFF for life next scene she doesn't and that was like just teenagers right she's in in the amount of they're flippant they're so intensely passionate and they change their minds it's the filmmaker's job to make me believe why someone is doing something and I think coming of age movies are such an opportunity to be iconic like so many iconic movies like if you think of Amy Heckerling right she's amazing so she did Fast Times at Ridgemont High she did Clueless which I know I always bang on about but they're memorable movies that like I love and I will always hold them in my heart I just and that's what a really good coming age movie should be it's like just captures this moment in time this didn't capture any moment in time there was no there's no before and after this movie Lady Bird's just the same character but, but albeit she's like uh, lives in New York now and has her own name but you're ascribing um, motivations to, to Greta Gerwig's in, in, intentions that, that she wanted to make something iconic and remarkable well, and rememberable I feel like and I don't know look she's not here I, and I, I don't know an her trip. motivations to basically write an autobiographical movie this dull is just an ego trip no that's so unfair to say that's like clearly she wanted to to bring to life a character this is how I see it who's um who's based on who's her. a teenager that is based on her own experiences and look the, of course there's a little bit of egotism in anything that's autobiographical but to, like that's what that's what just made it all feel real and there's so much lovely detail in here I think 
that's it's to the movie's strength that Lady Bird you, is flippant and, and, ke- and keeps changing her mind on things. The, um, l- another detail which I loved was the um, the sort of vacuous uh, uh, boyfriend from the band who's like yeah, he was good. He's like he's like so many teenage boys. I was like this where where you're like, no nah, man, you can't have cell phones because the government's gonna track you. And I'm so real and uh, edgy and authentic. And then like two scenes later just incidentally he's on a cell phone I did enjoy him um, he was so, so he, but like they don't make good. big deals out of this stuff it's just all and and like how everything is so intense they really captured like teenage romance perfectly her and her first boyfriend lying looking up at the stars thinking this is the greatest moment of my life I love you so much like everything is so when you're a teenager it's everything is a 190% and, and it's, you've never felt more but alive then that moment was just over I did enjoy I have to but say that, all but the, that's your teenage years it is just over and you realise looking back I'm a film, it I'm a film viewer to me I don't want the scene just to be over I want to be in the scene and I really do say like, honestly I really enjoyed her portrayal of female sexuality I thought that was really good um, but I think we've rambled on way too much poor Oscar it's a dinner time we're just wandering the streets there was a great here. line what was it uh, who uh, who <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you weren't a virgin? I was on top. Who's on top their first time? I did. That was really funny when she loses her virginity. She's on top. And actually watching the scene, I thought, you never see... You always see loss of virginity in the missionary position, don't you? Like always, yeah. in any movie ever. So I had actually noticed that. And then she said it, which they was really it, funny. Which is very good. It, yeah. I thought it was brilliant the way all that happened. The way all that played out was just felt like... Yeah, that feels like someone's real experience. Yeah. But also, can we can we just quick acknowledgement to the chemistry between her and her best friend Julie because I thought that those two were superb yeah, together I like them and they're just really two normal looking them. girls I like them but those two girls just like in moments when they were like in her kitchen and they were just playing with cake and it was just like I love this this is nothing to do with anything and it's just but that brought them to life for me and I'm really dis- I'm I'm, I'm not disappointed you didn't like it. I'm I, I, I totally. I'm really disappointed. Well, I, I wanted to love oh, it. Fair enough. But I, I understand everything you're saying. I really do. And I see, and I can see the points you're making. And I can see why other people would feel the same. I'm just very, and this is, and this is why I don't like awards and all those things. When you say this is good, that's better, this is best. It's not. I, it's very difficult to compare this to anything else because it's just a piece of work that an artist made that for me felt very much what she intended to make yeah and I mean I like think she's obviously an auteur and she's written and directed it she's doing her own thing I just I'm not buying what she's selling and I'm yeah, speaking as someone fine. who cannot help because I watch a lot of these movies cannot help comparing it to other coming of age movies and how I connect with them but actually yeah okay it. fine but I, I, I again, think and you didn't see Love, Simon this year but again Love, Simon had this you know really interesting story to tell about like you know it was the first ever time that in any movie teen movie there was a gay protagonist and it was his love story like again that's like we, that's a story that we need to hear and it's really important for people to see no one needs to see this story there's nothing there's nothing okay. there's no message you know what I mean there's no like if you if you had a teenager and you could recommend five movies to them to see that would like change their their feeling of themselves and their place in the world this is not that movie I agree with you but that's not that's not um, the the entire purpose of cinema that's just one spectrum no, of cinema and it's a very important that's you elevate a genre part. that has already so many movies in it you, you have to elevate it through, through there has to be I think there has to be a hook and I just think this movie has no hook and I think now we're repeating oh, ourselves. Well, we are repeating ourselves. But yeah. but like I think I think you're I think you're right. This this movie this movie doesn't really have anything to say about society, and it doesn't have anything to say about <laughs> poverty or or race or do, nothing. Nothing. There's nothing there's to say no, about there's nothing anything. There. But that's fine. Maybe Not every like, movie maybe does. Maybe it's a genre thing. Maybe I am inaccurately putting it in the. Okay, 
let's like quickly go through like the the really big coming of age movies, right? So Breakfast Club premises they're all in detention today. What happens, right? Clueless is like absolute filthy rich girls and how they interact in school. Mean um, girls. Mean is Girls is like um, Lindsay Lohan is the star and she comes from Africa to this school and she integrates herself with all these horrible bitches and it's really funny. Um, what else? Like Rebel Without a Cause is obviously James Dean being like completely sexy and driving around in cars. Like 10 Things I Hate About You is a really fun premise. She's all that is like they make a bet then you know blah blah blah. They all have a they all have a high concept I think. Most most like coming of age movies that I can think of have like a high concept an elevator pitch something that gets you in the door and I guess if I'm comparing it within the genre, maybe actually the more I look at this, aside from the protagonist's age, it's not actually a teen slash, it's not in that genre. Do you know what I mean? And maybe that's my problem. I have expectations around that genre. But it's not, yeah. Or even you're 13 and a mundane situation, but an extraordinary girl. But what you've done, and this is the problem, and you're applying, you're comparing it to other movies and trying to fit it into a genre. Yeah. Because... But, but you shouldn't you just shouldn't do that with this movie well, I, I know, don't think well I know that's what I'm, I'm not going to do and so and, and I the think the more I think about it that yeah. might have affected your enjoyment of it particularly or, I just or, kept thinking where is it going like what's happening what's the point like when, when I'm sitting through a movie and there's 16 minutes left and I'm like I'm so bored of this movie I just it's a really bad sign well, it's one of those movies that you just let wash over you it's not you know there is there's nothing there's nothing to it but it's it's you very just said well there's done. Nothing to it. That's pretty damning. No, it's not damning. It really isn't. I don't think. I think this is. I, I'm, I'm just okay. going to repeat myself again. Yeah, it's, we're it's repeating a, it's ourselves. A, we a, need to go home now. I recommend this movie. I think it's. Would you? A, this was going to say. Yeah. Would you actually genuinely? If a friend asked you, should I watch this movie? Would you honestly say, yeah, you should watch it? Would you say there's anything you can get out of this movie to a friend or to one of our lovely listeners? I just thought it was nice. I enjoyed spending time with these characters. It felt like this was someone's real experiences mixed with uh, very effectively put to screen but is it like is it I don't know you're not going to have an ama- it's not entertain. it's not huge ent- hugely entertaining you're not going to be like <laughs> sit down get the popcorn 90 minutes are you going to learn anything about the world but, but that, no but that's also not what it's for no, so you're neither going to be entertained nor learn anything <laughs> nor be particularly engaged by it right so I, Oscar's but getting I, en- more really I enjoyed it and I thought it was really good isn't that enough uh, yeah it is so good. So I'm gonna next time my friend asks anyway, me to yeah. recommend a movie, you're gonna recommend Lady Bird, are you? Come on. No, I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> you need to text all your bros and be like, "Hey, dude, you should watch Lady Bird." Who are my awesome. bros? <laughs> Who are you? Okay, I'm right, like so on. sick of us talking about Lady Bird. We're home Bird. now. We did. Right. We went on way longer way than we long, thought, but yeah. that's because we just. I thought it was a really interesting discussion, and I think it's um, it's interesting to look at how we come to a movie and how our. It's like when you started crying about Star Wars. Are. Well, yeah, and that's I didn't a, care. but that's a whole other that's a whole other thing. <laughs> All right, um, okay, bye. Let's leave it there. Thanks for listening. If you, um, we don't always uh, disagree. We have we d- if you if you would like to listen to one where we do agree, go subscribe to us uh, at this word thecinemile.com. We're on all the podcast apps. Leave us a rating if you have a minute, um, and you'll find us on social Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at. The cinema. And let us know what you think of Lady Bird nine months after anyone was talking about it. <laughs> they probably forgot. I mean, if I'd <laughs> no, seen it nine months ago, yeah. I wouldn't remember it's it. It's not very, it's not a particular, it's not going to last. No. Uh, the, now, the next time, the next time <laughs> we, we see, talking, the next time we anyone talks about Lady Bird will be in Saoirse Ronan's like, um, Lifetime Achievement Award Oscar reel. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's exactly, that's the next time exactly when. All right. All right. Okay. Until then. Bye. <laughs> Bye.
Miss Patty assigned you a role, by the way. You just never showed up to claim it. What role? The Tempest. There is no role of the Tempest. It is the titular role. No, it's a made-up thing, so we all can participate. You can't do anything unless you're the center of attention, can you? Yeah, well, you know your mom's tits, they're fake, totally fake. She made one bad decision at 19. Too bad.